I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Anger is like holding on to a hot coal, waiting to throw it at someone else. And all the while, you're the one getting burned. And when we don't forgive, it's the same thing. We're the ones getting burned. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast. Today, we're continuing our discussions on forgiveness In episode 13, we discussed guilt, specifically mom guilt, and I walked you through the five steps to resolving guilt. And I got a lot of feedback about that episode, and so many of you shared how you really struggle daily with guilt. Maybe you feel like you work too much and you're not able to spend enough time with your kids and your family. Maybe you've navigated a divorce and you're carrying guilt about that. Maybe you find yourself snapping at your kids more often than you'd like, but if mom guilt or any other source of guilt is weighing you down, I'd encourage you to stop now and go listen to episode 13 and then come back to this one after. And today on the podcast, we're going to switch things up a little bit and we're going to try something new here. I'm going to take you through the steps of forgiveness, of embodying forgiveness, 
as the remedy to mom guilt or other kinds of guilt we experience. And then we're going to take the last half of this episode and we're going to end with a guided meditation so you can truly experience what it's like to embody forgiveness. I'm going to walk you through these steps and this forgiveness meditation process, and I think it's going to be really powerful in helping you to get past some of the blocks you're experiencing in your life and really come to it with a spirit of being coachable, just being willing to do the work for the sake of your own personal healing, your own growth, your own progress. You know, we're all humans just doing the best we can at any moment and in spite of the fact that someone or our own performance falls short of our expectations. So I want to remind you that through this exercise in forgiveness, we're not forgiving the events or the actions that upset us, but we're truly giving ourselves the gift of forgiveness and healing by getting to a place where we make a decision to embody it and forgive ourselves for the misunderstandings that we've formed or the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves or about someone else or even just about life in general. So in addition to forgiving others, self-forgiveness is also a big key to our freedom, especially as moms. You know, we can hold so many judgments about and against ourselves, so many false beliefs and misunderstandings, about ourselves. And and sometimes it's easier to forgive someone else and to have more compassion and understanding for what someone else did versus actually forgiving ourselves. And this is so true when it comes to mom guilt or any other kind of guilt that we're carrying. So if you find yourself feeling any resistance to getting to a place of forgiveness, I just want to remind you that forgiving is not condoning any behavior. It's not an acceptance. It's not an approval of anything you or anyone else did. You know, you might be feeling like you can't forgive because whatever it was that happened was just inexcusable. What happened to you was was so awful and there's no way you could ever forgive it. And if you've had that thought, if that's crossed your mind, It's likely an indicator that you identify or you have an attachment to being in victim consciousness. And notice that there's a big payoff to living there, right? To living as the victim. We never have to take responsibility. We always have a scapegoat, someone to blame. And when we're in that victim role, that victim consciousness, we don't really have to feel our feelings because we can just stay there, stay in the blame and the resentment, and we never have to actually feel the sadness or the grief, or the pain that we've experienced. Maybe you're unwilling to forgive because you think that holding on to the resentment and the blame and the anger is a way to protect yourself. Now, let's say, for example, you've been betrayed. Someone you trusted betrayed that trust, and you're thinking that if you hold on to that anger and you hold on to that blame and resentment and you just keep it fresh in your mind, you keep reliving it, that that's your way of protecting yourself from being betrayed again. You've got to let go of this misunderstanding that holding on to that resentment or anger or blame is a form of protection because it's not. The better form of protection is forgiving the judgments and forgiving the misunderstandings about the events that brought the betrayal on in the first place. 
Because forgiveness is not condoning. It's not forgiving or accepting an event. It's releasing the judgments that are associated with it. You know, one of my favorite quotes relating to this is that anger is like holding on to a hot coal, waiting to throw it at someone else. And all the while, you're the one getting burned. And when we don't forgive, it's the same thing. We're the ones getting burned. And maybe you find that you're resisting forgiveness because you feel like it would be unfair to forgive, like it'd be unjust in some way. And if I was betrayed or I was hurt, we can feel justified to hold on to our anger about it, our resentment about it. Like no one's going to take this away from me. It's how I get even holding on to my anger and my resentment. And this, my friends, is a huge block to freedom because again, your hand is the one getting burned. And maybe you need coaching or support through some of this resistance you're feeling. And if so, I'd encourage you to seek out some help because that need to hold on to the justification is a huge block into going deeper, into going into a more vulnerable emotion. And once you do, once you give yourself permission to go into that, you can really get yourself to a level of forgiveness where you find freedom. You can free yourself and you can drop the hot coal that's burning your hand. We often don't want to forgive ourselves either because we want to punish ourselves. We, we think that we did something wrong or we did something bad, right? This is kind of where that mom guilt comes in. And we think that, you know, I'm never going to forgive myself because it's my penance to hold onto this continual judgment and punishing of myself and I would just encourage you, search yourself. Where are you unwilling to forgive yourself because you think that what you did was so bad? Because when you're in that pattern of self-punishment and that pattern of penance, the truth is that it's going to affect other areas of your life. You're going to experience block after block after block because on some level, you think you're not worthy to receive anything good that's out there for you. So it's important that you get to this point of self-forgiveness, a point where you see and you understand and you feel that you are, in fact, worthy. So maybe there's something that's happened to you or by you or something that's going on in your life and you're, you've already done some work around it. And this is something that, you know, you felt the emotions tied to it and you've had an, an emotional release. You've had time to process. Because as humans, we've got to feel the feelings before we're ready to embody forgiveness, the type of forgiveness that really leads to freedom. For forgiveness to truly have any power in your life, it can't be just words. It can't be just this surface level, um, you know, just, just saying things to say them because it feels right or because you're feeling pressured to do so or because you think you're going to be able to bypass your feelings. So if you try to jump into forgiveness before you've allowed yourself to deal with your emotions, if you try to rush that emotional release part, it's kind of like a toxic positivity. It's like you're trying to trick yourself that everything's good, everything's okay, and you're moving on into forgiveness, but your body knows better. Your nervous system knows better, and there's no shortcut. So first, before you're ready to forgive, you've got to allow yourself to feel all the feelings and process them, whether it's anger, 
sadness. Maybe you're feeling frustrated or embarrassed or afraid or heartbroken. Whatever it is, you've got to allow your body to feel it, work through it, and release it before you can consider forgiveness, before you can walk through forgiveness that is truly going to bring you freedom. So if you can think of something now that you've that you feel ready to forgive, something that you've done some work on and you've worked on releasing some of the emotion tied to it and you feel like you're ready to consider forgiving it, I'd like to invite you to join in this forgiveness meditation. So first off, when it comes to forgiveness, you do not have to forgive someone face-to-face. And a note for us parents, neither do your kids. They don't have to forgive each other face-to-face. Forgiveness is really an internal experience. Now, if, if down the road, you know, they want to have a conversation with the other person or you want to have a conversation with the other person you're forgiving, that's up to you. But forgiveness itself embodied forgiveness, that's an inside job. So I'm going to guide you through the process right now. You're going to be able to experience it firsthand so that you can use it in the future and maybe even adapt it. You can use it with your children. But what I'd like for you to do is think of someone or something that you'd like to forgive. And like I just explained, I want you to choose something that you've already allowed yourself to express emotionally. Something you've already done some of that work about. So this would be something that's super fresh, but I want you to think of something that you've already spent some time working through, something that you've had an opportunity to process already, make a little bit of progress on. And if something's coming to mind for you, but you feel like you haven't been able to process it or release it emotionally, and that's something that you'd like to explore with me so you can eventually heal and get to the point of forgiveness so you can move on and get past all of these blocks you're experiencing, reach out to me. I've often coached women through their emotions, through the things that are tied to their trauma or their pain or their life experiences so that they can find that healing and that they can experience the freedom of forgiveness. So you can pick a person who's wronged you. You can pick an experience you've had, or you can pick something that you'd like to forgive yourself for, and whatever feels most present, and whatever you feel like you're ready for. So I'm going to use something from my own life. It's a time in high school when I was really being bullied, and as we go through this exercise and this meditation, you're going to hear me use examples from that time in my life. And what you'll want to do is you'll want to fill in the blanks with your own experiences based on whatever it is you've decided that you're ready to forgive. Make sense? All right. So the first thing you want to do when you're working through forgiveness is you want to guide yourself to a place of compassion. So that's where we're going to begin. If you need to pause the podcast now, So you can go to a quiet place where you're alone and comfortable and able to focus. Now is the time to do that. Otherwise, let's get started. So I want you to close your eyes and take three deep breaths. And as you're breathing, 
just letting your nervous system settle, your mind start to slow down, making those exhales just a little longer than the inhales. Just keep breathing. And as you're breathing, I want you to imagine or experience a warm, white, or golden light just pouring down over you. As if this light is really holding you. If it feels right, you can imagine the light as God, this powerful divine energy source that's keeping you safe, comforted this moment. And this light, as it pours over you, this light is pure compassion. So you really feel held. You can bring your hand to your heart. Just bring your awareness to your heart. And I want you to think of someone or something. It could be a pet. It could be a child. It could be anyone in your life that you just feel endless compassion for. Something that your heart just bursts open and you just have so much love for, so much acceptance for. And just picture that person or that being in your mind. Just imagine that being suffering or struggling in some way and notice that it elicits this beautiful sense of compassion within you. No agenda, no attachment to fixing, just being with it. Feel that compassion. This is truly key. You've got to get into the energy of compassion in order to truly experience forgiveness. So feel that compassion. And now, gently turn that compassion inward. Turn it in on yourself. See yourself. Maybe see your younger self. And just fill every cell of your body with so much compassion. And then bring to mind the person or the event or something you've done, something you've believed to your mind. And I'm going to give you some sentences to start and you'll fill in the blanks with your own scenario about what you're forgiving. So I'm going to say them now. Just listen. Keep your eyes closed just to get an idea. And then I'll repeat them and you can fill in the blanks as it relates to you. So the first one is I forgive myself for judging myself or this person you're forgiving as. I forgive myself for judging myself or for judging this other person as. The second one is I forgive myself for buying into the belief that. I forgive myself for buying into the belief that. And then third, I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that. So with my bullying example, mine might sound like this. I forgive myself for judging myself as unworthy of friendship. I forgive myself for buying into the belief that I need to pretend I'm 
someone else to fit in. I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that I did something to deserve being bullied. I forgive myself for buying into the belief that I have to overcompensate by being an overachiever or a people pleaser because otherwise I won't receive love. Those are just some examples, but notice that they were all about me and my own judgments and my own beliefs and my own misunderstandings. And I want you to go through a few on your own, just keeping your eyes closed. And as you're going through those statements, say them out loud. The most important thing is that you truly feel the compassion. You're not just repeating words. This isn't a script. You're actually feeling that forgiveness, flooding yourself with compassion and feeling it. So I'm going to give you about two minutes now. I want you to go through as many forgiveness statements as you can think of. Take a long, deep breath in between each one and really feel into it. I forgive myself for judging myself or someone else as I forgive myself for judging myself or someone else for I forgive myself for buying into the belief that I forgive myself for buying into the belief that I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that and I want to reiterate you're not forgiving anyone for what awful thing they may have done you're forgiving yourself for the judgments and the beliefs that you've tied to that event All right, and gently bring that to completion. Take a deep breath and keep your eyes closed because we're going to do the final process to forgiveness. So step one was moving yourself to a place of compassion and then turning that compassion inward toward yourself. Step two was to go through these forgiveness statements, really feeling each one and taking a nice deep breath in between. And the third step is replacing those judgments, those beliefs, those misunderstandings with the truth. So you've just forgiven a lot of beliefs. You've just identified a lot of misunderstandings and we're going to wrap this up with the truth is. Mine might sound like the truth is that I am likable for who I really am. 
The truth is that I never did anything to deserve being bullied like I was. The truth is that I do belong. The truth is that I am loved and I am enough just as I am. So I'm going to give you one minute now to go through these. The truth is statements. And as you say them, take a deep breath between each one. Really feel it and meditate on it because you just cleared out a lot of old limiting beliefs and old misunderstandings and old judgments. And I want you to replace them with the truth because these truth is statements is what you're really embodying and what you're feeling. And so for the next minute, I want you to speak out loud what the truth actually is. The truth is. Beautiful. You can open your eyes when you feel ready. And hopefully you felt a bit of a shift by filling yourself with compassion, forgiving yourself for your beliefs, judgments, and misunderstandings, and then reminding yourself of the truth. So this is your power tool of forgiveness. I would encourage you to use it on yourself often, You can save this episode and you can come back to it whenever you feel like you need it. Whenever you feel like you're facing a block, something you need to move through, practice this forgiveness model often so you can really embody it. And if you're feeling like you're ready and you're willing and you could use some additional support through any blocks you're experiencing or you want support through the emotional release process so you can actually get to a place of embodied forgiveness and you'd like more information about working with me, go to my website, michellegrosser.com, fill out the coaching form, and we can jump on a call together. Because forgiveness is an embodied experience. And it's the experience of it that really sets us free. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, It would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.